Eric Asher, I'm here with my good friend Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. Hey, Eric, 17 years later, we're still open 24-7. Yeah, your sign ought to read, sorry, we're open. Come on, man, 24 hours a day? You know how tough that is? That's a real service to the community. Yeah, the Poison Control Center is open 24 hours, too. Uh, the TikTok Cafe, where the gluten is always free. Intersection of I-10 and Causeway, also known as the intersection of salmonella and high cholesterol. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com and tell them Eric sent you. Bienvenue on Hickory. 467 Hickory Avenue, open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soup, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan.
afternoon on this beautiful, spectacular day here in old New Orleans. 82 degrees, the humidity low, and just a little peak of fall in the air. Inside New Orleans, I'm your host, Eric Asher, 106.1 FM Nash Icon on your radio dial. iHeart Radio app, TuneIn Radio app, our digital platforms. Uh, also, NashFM1061.com, EricAsher.com on the World Wide Web. Our podcast is everywhere, anchors our home base. On your favorite podcasting platform, just search Inside New Orleans Show with Eric Asher. And, of course, our social media platforms, at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. Uh, This week on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports, it's going to feature two guys uh, that you hear right here on 106.1 FM, uh, Les East and also Jude Young. Jude will be following me tonight for All Access every Tuesday. And, of course, Jude and... um, and also, Les, um, they are uh, hosting the uh, Countdown to the Original every Friday night uh, at Francesca by Katie's, uh, leading into the original, uh, again, with Ken Trahan uh, and the uh, most comprehensive scoreboard, high school scoreboard show in the, in, in the state. And, of course, both those guys will join me on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports this week. Of course, uh, uh, in addition to what they do here at 106.1 FM, they're also part of CrestedSports.com. Uh, and uh, Les also writes for Saturday Down South, Les, an award-winning journalist. Both guys will join us on the program this week. Uh, that is Thursday with our live broadcast at 1 p.m. on WLAE-TV. Six, um, I'm sorry, one, yeah, 6 p.m. on LAE-TV also with our first rebroadcast and 10 p.m. on The Deuce. Remember, you can always check us out on the WLAE-TV YouTube page with our live broadcast at 1 p.m., but also uh, they stay up and archived uh, again um, to eternity. I mean, again, you can go back and watch the first show uh, back on, on, on the um, on our, on the WLA-TV YouTube channel. So check it out at your leisure. And then, of course, Friday night, 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock on LAE. Saturday morning at 2 a.m. on The Deuce. Saturday afternoon at 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. Always at ericasher.com. Always on the WLA-TV YouTube page. On the program today, just one guest, Mike Scarborough from TigerBait.com, will join us at 5.15 uh, this afternoon. Uh, we will cover Saints, LSU, Tulane, Pelicans. We will talk about also the mayor had a press conference today. We'll get into that. We'll talk about that. Plus, there's been a ruling by the city attorney uh, that says that Mayor, mayor um, Cantrell is a city employee. So, again, it must adhere to the policies of the city. And it also, again, gives the, the, the council now the power to dock her pay, the $30,000 that uh, uh, she has um, uh, rang up in terms of upgrades on accommodations on trips overseas. So uh, we'll see how that kind of plays out uh, going forward. We'll talk a bit about that as we go forward on today's program. Um, of course, uh, the big talker right now, and it continues to be, is the New Orleans Saints. And, of course, starting the season one and two, uh, losing to the uh, Carolina Panthers. Panthers losing nine straight leading up into the game on Sunday in which the Saints lost. They're in London now. Um, this is supposedly going to be about, about all about football, almost again like we've seen in training camp where the team would, would, would maybe head over to another city and take on another team and practice. In this case, obviously, the, the, the team is the Minnesota Vikings, and it's for real on, on Sunday morning uh, from London. Uh, and uh, we, will, we will find out about this team. We'll find out a lot. One and two. Manageable, two and two. One, 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 I'm sorry, one and two. Not very manageable. Two and two, very manageable going forward after the first quarter of the season. You look at one and three. Whew, um, just hard to get, hard to get out of that hole. Very hard to get out of that hole at one and three. 
so we'll see how this this uh, this plays out. Uh, but the Saints have a lot of problems. Offensive line is porous right now, uh, just not in sync with the quarterback. The Saints are not running the football consistently. Uh, they have a plethora of weapons, but unfortunately, the quarterback is not accurate right now. Uh, again, due to I will say I'm gonna I'm gonna put it on the injury. Okay, I'm gonna put it on the injury. But we've seen a reversion back to the old Jameis. We'll get into that uh, as we go forward. Also, again, we'll talk a little bit about what's going on with the Pels as they open up uh, their training camp today. Um, and I say this just in all honesty. Look, I, I believe this team has a chance to be able to vie for the division championship. Um, it's getting a very, very tough west and a very, very tough southwest division. Uh, but we said the same thing about the New Orleans Saints, didn't we? <laughs> you know, feeling that, again, that they were one of the best teams in the NFC. Uh, on paper means nothing at the end of the day. Uh, you got to be able to do it on the field. you got to be able to do it on the court. And uh, the, the, uh, at least the, uh, when you look at the expectations uh, for the Pels, bringing on a Zion Williamson who is in the best shape of his career, hands down. Talked about yesterday, again, that he's jumping higher, he's quicker. I mean, I, I guess so. I mean, you know. Talking to a guy that's overweight, <laughs> he, he lost a ton. He turned it into muscle. Uh, he's going to be a terror. Uh, we'll get into, again, how he fits in with this team. Because, look, that's that's a question I asked last year. And, it's, and, it's, and again, it's not a – people just say, oh, no, no, he's going to fit in. No, Well, no, he, this is a team that hasn't had Zion on, on the floor with them. It's a team that played very, very well together. Everyone knew their roles. Roles change now. So, again, how that's going to happen. Look, it's, it's a good thing when you bring on a guy of that caliber. It's not, it's not a negative by any, by any stretch. But there's a transition period here on, again, how they're going to play together on the court, both the offensive and defensive ends. We'll explore that a little bit later on the program. LSU's on the plane. So it's going to be a sloppy game. Uh, I think that's an LSU's favor, to be honest with you, even though, again, LSU's got a tremendous amount of speed uh, with a guy like Jaden Daniels and, and his mobility at quarterback. Uh, I think it really kind of plays into what LSU does. Uh, we'll talk about that. Of course, Tulane, nationally televised game on Friday against Houston. Um, in, in inside of the uh, the American Athletic Conference, uh, big game for Tulane, especially after again stinking it up against USM. And look, I'll say it again, uh, they they have not put the skins on the wall, um, nor do I want to hear or or uh, word about trap game. Okay, uh, coming off of Kansas State, looking forward to Houston, uh, a program of Tulane's ilk has no business looking forward to anything except for, again, the next game. That's it, the game that you got to play. And uh, we saw this breakdown last year after Oklahoma, and we saw it now against the USM. And that, that, that comes down to it comes down to coaching. It comes down to, again, the, the, again, the, the, the coaches uh, instilling in these players that every down, every play, uh, every game, again, you, it, it, is a, it is one upon itself. And, and you have to be able to concentrate on – on what is at hand, and not look forward to, uh, to anything else, or, again, start to read your press, press clippings, which has been a problem for Tulane. So we'll talk about that as we go forward on today's program uh, as well. So we'll try to cover everything for you this afternoon here on Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Look, uh, it's a complicated situation with the Saints, but it's almost like history repeating itself in a lot of cases. Uh, the, the call for the change of quarterback is becoming louder, Okay. The only one that's not hearing it right now, supposedly, is, is Dennis Allen, right? Um, it reminds me so much uh, of Haslett uh, and, and the situation with Aaron Brooks and Jake DeLone. Remember, an injured Aaron, Aaron Brooks. And look, let me tell you something. Uh, 
Aaron Brooks, when he took over, uh, was a spectacular quarterback. I mean, he really was. Um, his accuracy was uncanny. And I could go back in my mind's eye and remember, again, him throwing darts in the Superdome. I mean, and, and again, his ability to be able to move. You know, he had the size. I mean, you look at everything that you had with Aaron Brooks, and you're thinking to yourself, my gosh, this could be the next great quarterback in the NFL. And, and then the injury happened. You know, the shoulder injury happened, and he was never the same player. Even with, again, after it was surgically repaired, he, was, he never had the accuracy that he had previously. Um, and, of course, that doomed his career. But Hassan had a decision to make. He had an injured Aaron Brooks. He had a healthy Jake DeLome. And the fans were calling for Jake DeLome on radio, uh, you know, the stands, signs, etc. And Hassan was stubborn. And, and, and again, we, we, I mean, I remember him saying it. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to let the fan base dictate, uh, you know, who I'm going to start at quarterback. And he left Jake DeLome on the bench. You would think that Loomis would give Allen a little history lesson because, remember, it ended badly. Uh, Brooks was on his way to being a great quarterback before the shoulder injury, as I mentioned, it affected his accuracy. Supposedly the training camp battle between Brooks and DeLome was said to be very, very close. Um, you got Haslett, who, again, was in his first years as a, as a head coach, um, who, again, as I mentioned, was, was being stubborn. And, and I, again, I'm not going to let the media, I'm not going to let the fans tell me who's going to be my starting quarterback. Well, again, it ended up biting him, okay? Um, Saints were in a position to make the playoffs that year. All he had to do was win one of their last three games. Jake was healthy, Brooks was not. They lost the last three games with Brooks and a shot at the playoffs. And, and because of that, Hassan ended up again getting, uh, losing his job, you know, again, right after Katrina. We, all, we know that story. But if you ask Hassan, he's mentioned this publicly. Again, that's the one thing he regrets about his situation in New Orleans. With, again, not being stubborn and realizing that for, that for the betterment of the team, that, again, he sit down his starting quarterback who was injured and go with his backup, who, again, again, was very, very close uh, in terms of starting when it, when it came to, to training camp. Allen's facing the same challenge with Winston right now. He's injured, okay? It's affecting his performance. Either he is unwilling or unable to scramble. If you look at what happened last year, what made him so good, and remember, I've talked about it. I don't think he trusted his wide receivers last year. So rather than throw the ball in tight windows, what did he do? He ran, and he ran for first downs. One of the reasons why he ended up getting injured with Devin White, right? Also, again, uh, he had a guy named Sean Payton on that sidelines. And he wasn't going to, again, put up with any, with any type of turnovers. So, again, he, he took care of the football. Um, you look at it now, the back injury, the knee injury, the foot injury, whatever injury you want to call it, okay, his mechanics are off. So he's throwing an inaccurate ball. I went back and looked at the game again last night. And, again, I slowed things down. I watched to see if, again, what players were open, what players were not. I did everything I could to try to be fair about this. He's missing wide-open receivers, okay? He's not seeing wide-open receivers. He's holding on to the ball too long. Or, again, he's going for the big play instead of taking what the defense has given him. And that's fact, okay? That's been the last few weeks. It was very, very evident this past weekend against Carolina as they loaded up the box, right? Now, look, he's not being helped by his offensive line. He's been very inconsistent, okay? And it's pretty obvious that the line and the quarterback are not on the same page. But the one thing that, again, that, I, that I've noticed is under pressure, 
Jameis Winston has reverted back to Tampa Bay Jameis. He's not accurate on the first and second levels. He chooses to go for the bomb rather than move the chains. And when you look at, again, moving the chains, this, the, the, that's the option that this, this, this offense was built on. Now, I understand Breeze and him are two different quarterbacks. But Breeze used to be able to throw the bomb, too. But you want to move the chains. Now, look, he's not getting much help from his offensive line, nor his offensive coordinator. They're not running the ball enough. They're not keeping defenses honest. And they're definitely not utilizing Alvin Kamara, which has been a big issue, even going back to last year when he had Kamara. Well, because he doesn't throw a good screen pass or, or an accurate ball on the first level or second level, he's having problems in getting the ball to Alvin Kamara where he can take off and run. Look, we've seen this before. Go in your mind's eye and look and look. Uh, and you see Breeze, again, throwing him open, throwing him again to a spot where, where Kamara's going to the spot, catching the ball, making somebody miss, and then, and then, of course, making a big play. We're not seeing that consistently out of Jameis Winston. We're not doing it. And look, I'm a Jameis Winston fan, okay? I wanted to see him get a second chance. I wanted to see him have an opportunity to win this job. But the guy is injured right now. And I think the injury is putting him in a position where, again, he's going back to what he was instead of what we, again, thought he was going to be after two years under Peyton and Breeze. So in the wings now is Andy Dalton, who Loomis signed early, possibly, again, sacrificing a third-round compensatory pick. You go through that, and you want to make sure you got a good backup quarterback, and you're not willing to use that quarterback when you got an injured starter? I mean, what does he have to be? Does he have to literally be carried off the field for Andy Dalton to get in at this point? I mean, it reminds me so much of Haslip with Brooks and DeLome. Same situation. Same situation. Dalton is the more accurate passer. Okay? He is. Winston, when, even, even when Winston is healthy, he's the most, more, more accurate passer. Now, if we are to believe what, again, those have said that we're in training camp on a day-in, day-out basis, the practices and the competition between Jameis and Andy Dalton were close. So why the hesitation? Why the hesitation on Allen's part? You're afraid about the locker room right now? The locker room sees it. The locker room knows he's injured. The locker room knows his limitations. And look, I don't even want to get into the black-white thing. Okay, because it's 2022. Okay, I could care less what race my, my, my quarterback is. The only thing I want is an effective quarterback. I could care less. Now, there are some of you out there that are racist, and you can't stand Jameis Winston simply because he's black, just like you couldn't stand Aaron Brooks because he was black. You got an issue. I'm looking at W&Ls. I could care less about black and white. That is so, that is so 1960s. My gosh. But if you watch the game a second time, you see, again, the open receivers. You see that, again, the line was overwhelmed by the Carolina pressure. But for most of the game, again, Winston was inaccurate. Okay? Now, look, he was saved by some really good catches by wide receivers. Okay? Like the one to Landry that caused him to injure his ankle. Okay? He threw into triple coverage in the end zone. And an incredible one-handed catch by Callaway is the only reason why that wasn't intercepted. The receiver behind the three defensive backs for, for Carolina was completely shielded out. There's no way that receiver can even play defensive back right at that point. And if you see James, he just kind of floats it out there. And Callaway comes from underneath, and again, an incredible one-handed catch. That was an interception waiting to happen. That was, again, uh, you know, in the, in the red zone, coming away with no points. Sometimes you'd rather be lucky than good. That was lucky. 
So, I mean, how can Allen and Carmichael not see this? It's clear as day on the tape. Clear as day on the tape. Jameis is not healthy. And you're asking him to do things that he can't do when he's not healthy. And one of them is mobility, torque, flexibility. All those things that go into, again, being able to throw the ball accurately. And he's not a great quarterback throwing the ball accurately in the first and second levels. Look, he said it all offseason long. What was he working on, first and second levels? I got to be more accurate. I got to be more accurate. Are you expecting to be more accurate now, with again, with an injury? He's under pressure. He's not seeing the field, okay? He's not going for the easy play that gets the first down that keeps drives alive. Instead, he's going back to, again, Tampa Bay Jameis all over again. Want to make the big play. And it's not winning. It's not winning football. Yeah, I want to see shock and awe, too, within the, within the flow of the offense. Offense has no flow right now. None at all. Okay? I want to see the winning Jameis that we saw last year before he got injured. That's the guy I want to see. Careful with the football. Running again when he has to to be able to have some escape ability to be able to get positive yards rather than take the sack. Take the sack when, again, you absolutely have to, but don't force the ball. Don't throw into triple coverage. Don't think your arm is going to be, again, greater than multiple defensive backs in double and triple coverage because it don't work. Maybe you get away with it sometimes, but you don't get away with it all the time. And utilize the, the talent that you have across the board when it comes to wide receivers and, of course, pass catchers out of the backfield. It's not doing it. I mean, you look at the stats, they're gaudy. But it's fool's goal. 49 and 48-yard bombs to Olave and Smith make your stats look incredible. When, in essence, this offense is sputtered over and over again. Starts with the quarterback. Look, Peyton used Shaw and, um, the shock and awe to complement the underneath game. He moved the chains. I'm not sure what Carmichael and Allen are looking at. But an injured Winston is unable to run. He's unable to avoid the pressure. And now he's compensating for the injury. Throwing, throwing again off his back foot in a lot of cases, or using all arm. His, mechan- his throwing mechanics are off, which has led to his inaccuracy on the first or second levels. He's not handling the pressure. He's not going to the open reads on the first and second levels. I can see it. I went back and looked, and I can see it. How can they not? And if I can see it, you know his teammates can see it. You know his teammates can see it. Look, there's no doubt this offensive line is struggling. Okay, and look, it's, it's been across the board. What, what Peyton said a long time ago, and we use it all the time now, what? A lot of dirty hands. I mean, from Ramshack, who again, sometimes I, I wonder about what pro football focus is looking at. I really do. Okay, from Ramshack to, to again, uh, uh, Pete, to McCoy, who's one of the best centers in the NFL, to Ruiz, who's one of the worst guards in the NFL. I mean, across the board, they had Throckmorton playing more on, 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 on Sunday. They're trying to be able to, again, hold up against the blitz. Teams have chosen now not to even, they don't even respect James's ability to get the ball out quickly. I mean, how many times did Carolina go with zero? I, I couldn't count enough how many times they went with zero blitzes. Where they just said, 
You can't get the ball out quick enough, Jameis. You don't know where your hot read is. You're not going to be accurate enough to get it out. We're, we're going we're to send the, the whole house at you. Breeze would be licking his chops at zero blitzes. Are you kidding me? All day, every day. And I would say probably so would Andy Dalton. I mean, the offensive line is struggling. There's no doubt. Hurst, I thought, has played the best of all. Then comes Ramshack. But the interior of the line has been horrible. But the quarterback has, has to be accurate, making the right reads. And he's got to create some time with his feet, especially when the offensive line is having the issues they're having. Maybe then defenses wouldn't be blitzing him every down. I'm a Jameis Winston fan, okay? I want to see him succeed. But I don't want to see the bad Jameis. I don't want to see the Tampa Bay Jameis. I want to see the guy that sat on the breeze for two years. I want to see the guy that had got the tutorial that talked about, again, getting a Harvard degree in quarterbacking from Peyton and, and, and Breeze. That's the guy I want to see. I want to see the guy we saw before he got injured last year. I'm not seeing that guy right now. I'm seeing Tampa Bay Jameis right now. And, and I'm, I'm going to give him a pass and say it's a byproduct of the injury. And it's why he's pressing. And Allen is a head coach. He's got to grow a pair. He has to look at, again, what's best for the team. You know, it, it blows me away. When you, when you are in a situation where every other, every other position on the field can be interchangeable, but you won't interchange the quarterback, there is a history lesson here, ladies and gentlemen. Call Jim Hasselett. Ask Mickey Loomis about what happened with Aaron Brooks and Jake DeLone because we're repeating it right now. Give Andy Dalton a shot. Look, if, if, Dan, if Dalton fails, you can always go back to Jameis. And I'm saying this, Jameis, when he's healthy, you should go back to him. Unless, again, Dalton is tearing it up. And if Dalton's tearing it up, that's the way it goes. That's the way it goes. That's football. That's professional sports. There's always a wily pip out there. It's the way it is. It's competition. Nothing given to someone simply because, again, they're the starting quarterback. Again, I said this before. They weren't all in on James to begin with. They went after Russell Wilson. They went after Deshaun Watson hard. He was the third choice. So why now be so hard-headed? Game's in the division, man. Yes, he came back to life like Lazarus again in the fourth quarter and again of Atlanta and played incredible, but he sucked the first three quarters. It was a 3-3 game against Tampa before he started turning the ball over. And then last week, the same thing. Ineptitude. And then, of course, all of a sudden, here comes Jameis with this incredible, uh, what was it, a nine-play drive, nine-play, 83-yard drive. Looked incredible. One drive, one drive out of 60 minutes, one drive. It's got to be more consistency. You've got to get more out of this offense. The defense is playing its heart out, but <laughs> how long can they sustain it? The offense has been putrid. The offensive line has been the root of the issues. There's no doubt about that. That plagues this offense. But the quarterback is not up to task either. I'm telling you right now, Allen, Allen better figure it out quick. Always be following in the footsteps of Jim Haslett. Make a call to Haslett, who's been nothing more than a defensive coordinator for the rest of his NFL career. And the only way he's ever been a head coach is, again, if he hangs, if he's a head coach in the spring league. Is that the future of Dennis Allen? Now, we're not even through the first quarter of the season yet, but, again, 
Stevie Wonder could see Jameis Winston is injured. And he's not as effective as, as again, he could be if he was not. You sat Alvin Kamara week two because he had broken ribs. You sat other, other players. You can't sit your quarterback? This has nothing to do with, again, whether I like Jameis or I don't like Jameis. It's, it was Jameis performing, and he's not. And one of the reasons why he's not performing is he's injured. How many more games do they have to Do they have to go one and three before he makes the move? I mean, Jameis didn't even practice last week. Andy Dalton took most of the snaps, but he didn't sniff the field. Now, again, maybe Andy Dalton comes in, and maybe, again, he's not effective. Well, they were in trouble then. That means, again, they made a huge miscue in, t- in terms of going after a guy that can't get the job done. But we've seen him get the job done over the last couple of years in spurts with both Minnesota and Dallas. I'm sorry, with Chicago and Dallas. Can he get the job done against Minnesota? We don't know. But right now, the alternative to having, a, again, an injured quarterback makes no sense. Makes no sense to continue to do the same thing over and over again and expect a different result. Dude's got four fractured vertebrae. Got a knee injury. Got a foot problem. And you're still throwing him out there. Like, like he's Joe Montana, okay? Like he's Drew Brees. I mean, I understand why Pate would throw Breeze out there, again, because Breeze had skins on the wall. Breeze the first ballot Hall of Famer. Breeze had limitations, but he knew the offense is inside and out. I don't understand, again, the, 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 the situation with Jameis here. He's an injured player. And an injured player is not effective. They need to sit. And he's not effective right now. At the very least, he's not mobile enough to be behind this line. Dennis Allen channeling his inner, his, uh, his inner Jim Haslett right now, and we know how that movie ends. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. If you're in the market for a generator for your home or your business, generators are Burkhardt's business. Uh, their skilled crews do everything for you. You have to do nothing but, again, sit down in the consultation with Jason Burkhardt after, again, um, learning about generators, make the decision on what generator you want for your home or business. Because Burkhart, Burkhart takes care of it all, the whole process, planning, permits, inspections, multiple inspections on, on, on your generator. You don't, have to, you don't have to miss a day of work. Burkhart's there to take care of it for you. Also, their dedicated generator team are experts when it comes to not just installing generators, but also repairing generators as well. Sit down with uh, Jason Burkhart. You have an option of, again, financing that over time or paying all the money up front. You get the new install quality check after one month, making sure, that, again, you know how to operate the equipment. They do that with everything they install for you at Burkhart. At Burkhart, they offer you a single-day install with generators now that are stocked in their warehouse ready to be put in your home or in your business. They are fully stocked with all the parts you need for your generator. So, again, if your generator breaks down, they are there for you with 24-7, 365 service. Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating Generator Sales and Service. They are the experts. ACpromise.com. That's ACpromise.com. We'll be right back. Came out waving that 12-gauge. We tore out the drive. He peppered my tailgate. What was I thinking? Oh, I knew. 
Hi, this is Ken Trahan. The Three Tailgaters Show is a Saturday morning tradition on 106.1 Nash Icon. Tune in every Saturday morning from 10 a.m. to noon with my partner Ed Daniels of WGNO and WNOL to join me to talk sports with you every single week with your calls as well. The Three Tailgaters Show, Saturday mornings, 10 a.m. to noon on 106.1 Nash Icon. This report is sponsored by Vicks NyQuil Severe. When cold symptoms keep you up, try Vicks NyQuil Severe. Just one dose starts working fast to relieve nine of your worst cold and flu symptoms to help take you from nine to none. NyQuil Severe, the nighttime sniffling, sneezing, coughing, sore throat, best sleep with a cold medicine. Use as directed. Delays are heavy if you're traveling eastbound along the West Bank Expressway and the Crescent City Connection with delays stretching from Terry Parkway to the Camp Street exit. Also look out for delays if you're traveling along the Pontchartrain Expressway from the Claiborne Earhart exit to the St. Charles Carondelet exit. Look out for delays that are solid if you're traveling on 10 eastbound from Orleans to the high rise. Look out for delays on 10 westbound from North Claiborne to Canal and then delays pick back up on 10 westbound from just past Bonneville to Veterans. On the 610 on the westbound side, your delays are solid right at Canal. Boulevard and on the eastbound side from Elysian Fields to the 10610 merge. I'm at Robinson broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. I'm here with my good friend Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. What you say to Eric? Hey, did I ever tell you have like the perfect face for radio? No, Mike. Did I ever tell you that you have the perfect 24-hour diner? Hey, bud. No, as a matter of fact, you haven't. That's because you don't. Come on, man. You know that ain't nice. And uh, neither is your help. And why do you eat here so often? Well, my wife says that I'm a glutton for punishment. The TikTok Cafe, where the video poker is always hot, 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 Causeway and I-10, better known as the intersection of E. coli and Salmonella. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m., happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights, Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets, Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can handle. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com and tell them Eric sent you. Dave Miet Insurance, if you're a contractor, if you're a business property owner, maybe a professional, uh, if you're looking for general liability, professional liability, builder's risk, workman's comp, uh, commercial or, or property or automobile coverage for commercial and business customers, you found the spot. Of course, it's Dave Miet Insurance. Uh, Dave Miet Insurance, they search over 50 companies for, again, the best coverage for the best price for you. And, of course, they're there with you every step of the way. 
Uh, you need, again, that insurance certificate to start a job, which, again, I've, I've seen so many times in my, in, in my past career where you can't get a job started because you can't find the insurance agent to get the insurance certificate over. And I'm going to have that problem with Dave. Because when you call Dave at 504-556-0809, Dave's answering the phone. Dave's going to be with you every step of the way. Uh, D-A-V-E-M-I-L-L-E-T-I-N-S-Agency.com is his website. It's a one-stop shop for all your insurance needs. So whether, again, you're a homeowner, whether you're looking for coverage for your family, or, again, you're a business owner and you're looking for coverage for your business, contact Dave Miette. Dave Miette Insurance. Again, his office is on Veterans next to Shogun. You can meet him there. Or, again, you can uh, go to his website, D-A-V-E-M-I-L-L-E-T-I-N-S-A-V-C.com. Or, better yet, if you want to save, call Dave. Speak to him personally, 504-556-0809. You want to save? You want an insurance agent has got your back? That's Dave Miette Insurance. That's 504-556-0809. All right, um, interesting uh, 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 email that uh, I'm sorry, uh, uh, message I just got from uh, one of our listeners, Derek Branch who uh, sent me something about uh, uh, ESPN's morning show, Keyshawn Johnson, of course, the uh, uncle of Michael Thomas, saying that, uh, you know, he's got inside information on the backup quarterback position in New Orleans that, again, that, uh, that it's dire, that, again, that they don't have a lot of, and, I'm, and I'm, I'm paraphrasing here, they don't have a lot of faith in Andy Dalton. Well, let me just say that. If that's the case, and you went out and got Dalton, and you went through the whole training camp with Dalton, and you still didn't believe that Dalton was going to be a guy that could step in for you, especially after going with four quarterbacks last year and gave up a possibly third-round compensatory pick and going to get him very, very quickly? Well, shame on you, Mickey Loomis. Shame on you, front office. Because, again, we know, especially in the NFL, you look at the statistics, again, and the Saints were so lucky for so many years with, with Breeze that, again, he never got injured or he played through injuries, right? You need two quarterbacks. And if, if, if what he's saying is true, well, shame on the front office. But even more, shame on, on the organization right now. You're playing a quarterback with a fractured back. When you have a veteran on the sidelines, they could come in and play. Now, look, I said before, if he comes in and stinks up the joint and can't get it done, it is what it is. You can't say, okay, wait a minute, we're waiting on, we're going to be looking at the draft because, remember, you traded away your first-round pick. The only thing you can hope for then is Sean Payton signs with another team, or maybe you can throw, uh, throw again, the, the ownership, half-ownership of the team at him until they get him to come back. This is a different team without him. There's no doubt about it. There's a different team without him in terms of the offense. It's a different team without him in terms of, again, how these players are performing. I said it before, there seems to be a lack of respect for this, for this coaching staff. They're not playing for this coaching staff. After all this talk about continuity, uh, again, that, again, Allen's the guy for the job. You, are you seeing it? I'm not. I'm not seeing the type of effort we need to see. This team's getting overwhelmed. And, again, again and, and at the point of attack on offense. Again, this is not all on Jameis. If Jameis was healthy and this stuff was happening, then you could say, man, look, Jameis is, is just not the guy we thought he was. He could still be. He's not healthy. So I do not understand, again, the hesitation here on not going with Andy Dalton until he is healthy because the offense has been putrid, putrid through the first three games. You've had, you've had the fourth quarter where you've really come on and scored, but defenses are playing you different in the fourth quarter than they are in the first three. 
And I'm telling you, folks, I went through the game again last night. It's no different than the game before that and the game before that. Missing open receivers. Not understanding the offense. And I would have thought after being in this offense for three years, it would be second nature for him. He's reverted back to bad Jameis. He's reverted back to Tampa Bay Jameis in a lot of cases. And that's unacceptable. Whether you like him or not, that's not winning football. We'll see how it plays out. LSU's going to Auburn to take on uh, the uh, um, take on Auburn on the Plains. Uh, it's going to be, as I mentioned earlier, a very sloppy environment uh, because of uh, Hurricane Ian. Uh, rain is forecasted for the game. It's at, at 6 p.m. on uh, on Saturday night. Uh, I really like LSU in this spot because I think Jaden Daniels really again can can flourish. I, I think it, it plays to his advantage on on a wet field. Because of his escapability and his ability to run. I think it really is an LSU's favor. Now, again, I do not know how he throws a wet ball, okay? Um, some guys can do it. Some guys can't. He comes from a place with Arizona State where, you know, they weren't getting a lot of rain. But yet again, he did play in the Northwest because, again, he was, he was, uh, he was in the Pac-12. Uh, so I've never seen him throw a wet ball. But I do know his escapability and his ability to run will be a plus this weekend. Um, he has the weapons, man. I mean, I think we're seeing it now more than ever when, when you talk about the weapons that, that, that LSU has. Um, they are deep, especially, again, when, when, it, when it comes to the wide receiver position. Um, I mean, Keishon Booty did not even play. Uh, Brian Thomas, Jari Jenkins, uh, Malik Neighbors, Jack Besh now playing the underneath route. Chris Hilton, again, stepped up this past weekend. I mean, they are just stacked at wide receiver. Um, you look at um, uh, even Lacey got in last week. Again, he played some. Um, uh, you look at the running back position right now. The, the hope is that when we, when we look at this, this running back position, uh, we saw last week um, Noah Kane be, take over kind of physically. Uh, Goodwin has, again, really showed well. But, again, he's injured right now. Hopefully he'll be back. John Emery, this could be tailor-made for him with his escapability. If they don't fumble the football, they got to keep, again, you got to protect the football uh, in, in these wet conditions. Uh, it'll be interesting, again, how the offensive line matches up against, uh, uh, against Auburn, especially in the conditions like this. Uh, but they have played well. They have. Again, uh, look, I said it before, uh, I'm going to live and die with Campbell and Jones on the outside. Uh, you know, Dellinger at, at, at guard. I want to see these freshmen in softball, like I talked about yesterday. I want to see them get all the playing time they can. Because this is the bedrock in which you're building a national championship team on. Uh, last year's class that Ogeron brought in, his last class, and this year's first class of, um, of, of Kelly, and then next year's class, which is supposed to be an incredible class that is already verbally committed. Those three classes right now are going to be the classes that are going to set this team up for a national championship. You, you can talk about the juniors. Look, if you're good as, an, as a junior at LSU, you're going pro, okay? You're not going to be around for your senior season. So a lot of the guys we're seeing right now that are juniors, those guys are going to be gone. They're going to be in the NFL next year, okay? And if they're not, again, you know, there's going to be a sophomore or, or a freshman that's going to move in and take their spot. just is what it is. They have some talented players on this roster. All they need is, again, experience. So, again, I, I, well, I stick by what I said yesterday, okay? I looked at this roster. You go right down the roster, and you look at the freshmen and the sophomores that are there, and you look at the quality of player that they are right now. And with this coaching staff, that, again, is only, they're only going to get better. This is the bedrock of, again, a future championship team. Now, and again, look, don't, you want to talk about quarterback. They're stacked there, okay? Uh, number one quarterback coming in. 
Uh, you've got Walker Howard on this roster. You've got Nussmeyer proved last week that, again, that um, uh, if he's under control, he can handle this offense. Uh, and Jaden Daniels has been a godsend for this team. His ability to be able to, again, when things break down, to take off and get positive yardage. He's getting better at, again, going through his progressions. Uh, and, and he's only going to get better the more he plays. He's only going to get better. So I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited about, about this team. Uh, I don't know how far they can go this year. I mean, we're getting into the meat of the SEC schedule now. So we'll see. We'll see, again, how the offensive and defensive lines stack up. I think defensive line is going to stack up fine. How the offensive line is going to stack up. Uh, and then, of course, you know, when you look at the second and third levels, you know, look right now, uh, I, I thought that uh, when you look at um, the linebackers, Penn, Weeks, Perkins, uh, I think they've all played well. Jones, Baskerville. Um, I mean, they, they, got, they got some talent there. They got some, and they got some, look, Perkins has played really well. He really has. Jay Ward moving him to nickel now, allowing him to be, again, physical. Uh, uh, and now, of course, we're going to see Joe Fuchsia coming back now this week, uh, who's been on, again, an academic suspension. Uh, so uh, I'm excited. I'm excited. Uh, the offensive line, as I mentioned, will be tested against the Auburn front. Uh, despite losing Mason Smith, look, you're going to get Ojolari back this week. Uh, and that should help. The only guy that's really hurting that they're going to be hurting for is, is Major Burns, who's out with an injury for another couple of weeks. But um, Auburn has quarterback issues. Uh, the defensive line and linebackers should be able to take advantage of that with their pressure packages. Now, this, the weak link of this team so far has been special teams. Um, so we'll see, again, how that plays on a sloppy field and how that might come into play. But I like LSU in this one. Okay, unless they turn the ball over, setting up short fields for Auburn. I mean, again, you throw everything out the window then. But I do like the fact that on a, on a sloppy field, you've got a mobile quarterback like Jaden Daniels, who has the ability again to take it from uh, you know from zero to touchdown uh, in, in in one play. So we'll, we'll see how that kind of plays out. But uh, I like LSU this weekend, I really do. And uh, you know, I just do not understand CBS. You know, you got a chance to have LSU and Tennessee at 2.30 on a nationally televised game, and you turn it down not once but twice. So now LSU's going to have to take on Tennessee at 11 o'clock next Saturday in Tiger Stadium. And look, it's supposed to be probably a beautiful day, and, but again, it's just not the same as Saturday night in Tiger Stadium. Look, I understand Nick Saban, again, when he came in, he threw out all that, you know, all the folklore about LSU can't play during the daytime, but you surely would like to see a game like that you know, either in a, in a nationally televised spot or, or again, possibly at, at night, you know, if, if you could. Uh, but instead, it'll be an 11 a.m. kickoff for LSU and Tennessee. All right, um, don't forget about my friends over Suburban Roofing, uh, family-owned and operated uh, by the, by the uh, uh, Scoggins family uh, for over two decades. I, I've known Marty Scoggins for 20 years, okay? Uh, 504-861-ROOF. Uh, a member of the Better Business Bureau, uh, Marty's done re-roofing in South Louisiana for over two decades. He's one of only 6% of roofing contractors nationwide, certified by shingle manufacturers, which allows their customers to qualify for the manufacturer's extended warranty program. Marty's honest and reliable. He'll stand behind all of Suburban Roofing's quality work- workmanship. And, of course, he's assembled some crews that have been with him now for decades, okay? Uh, experts at all types of roofs, so it doesn't matter what type of roof you have, they can repair or replace it. They'll even hand-nail your roof. I mean, that's a lost art when it comes to roofing, you know, because most companies want to get in and get out, hit you with the air gun, and they're gone, right? Pop, 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 out, now on to the next job. That's not suburban roofing. The attention to detail is impeccable. You know, I've said it before. Um, they came out, but Marty came out, met, met, met my third adjuster, 
uh, walked the roof with him, uh, spoke the language, as I said, and, of course, I went from multiple adjusters saying they wouldn't replace the roof, which needed to be replaced, by the way, okay? Uh, and Marty, again, explained everything to him, showing them what the problems were, and the adjuster ended up, again, uh, buying the roof. This is the type of service you get with Marty Scoggins, the expertise you get with Marty Scoggins in suburban roofing. So, again, if you're looking for a company you can trust when it comes to your roof, whether it's a repair or replacement, think suburban roofing. Don't sign that contract with any other company until you bring out suburban roofing. Marty Scoggins, suburban roofing, 504-861-ROOF. That's 504-861-ROOF. We'll be right back. Hi, Eric Ashwood, celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Apple. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. Get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. Are you looking to add more ground clearance or enjoying the terrains? Or you want to improve the ride quality and hauling capacity of your car, truck, or SUV? Then Southern Tire has the answer. We are your lift and leveling kit experts. If you enjoy going off-road, Southern Tire has the lift kit for your vehicle. Our suspension lift kits will increase ground clearance and the performance of your vehicle. Hickory and Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. At Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, their number one priority is treating people right. Take it from me, Eric Asher. It means getting there quickly in an emergency. They'll be on time and do a perfect job. And it means they promise to give everyone a fair price every time. So if you're looking for a better experience from your generator AC company, or you just got a big quote from someone else and you want a second opinion, let the folks at Burkhardt earn your trust and treat you right. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Hi, Eric Asher here with my good friend Mike Delahousie, the TikTok Cafe. What'd you say, Eric? Hey, Mike, you know what my prescription medication and the TikTok Cafe have in common? What's that? Friend? They cause drowsiness, dizziness, nausea, cramps, diarrhea, blurred vision, muscle aches, gas, heartburn, upset stomach, constipation, weight changes, decreased sex drive, impudence, dry right, mouth, ringing finished? in the ears, depression. Oh, yeah, and suicidal thoughts. It's the TikTok Cafe. Causeway I 10 in Metairie. Come and get it. In just two minutes, an Oral-B electric toothbrush can change your mind about what a toothbrush can do. In just two minutes a day, its dentist-inspired round brush head cleans 100% better than a regular brush. And in less time than the average commercial break, you can get that purifying, clean feeling like you just left the dentist. Not bad for just a couple of minutes. Oral-B. Brush like a pro. Come and get it. When Big Mobile charges you an arm and a leg, they're taking your money and your power. And your arm and leg. Boost Mobile gives your power back with an unlimited plan for $25 a month on one of America's largest 5G networks. We can't give you back your arm and your leg because we're not qualified surgeons. Unless you're an iguana who can... 
grow limbs back. Switch to Boost and get an unlimited plan for $25 a month. Boost Mobile, unleash your power. New customers only, one line, $25 per month with auto pay. Additional restrictions apply. See BoostMobile.com for details. Every Wednesday night from 6 to 7, it's the All Access Show with Kenny Trahan at the FanDuel Sportsbook at Treasure Chest Casino. Get up close and personal with some of your favorite black and gold players. We'll be giving away black and gold merchandise, concert tickets, and much more. Every Wednesday night from 6 to 7, the place to be is FanDuel Sportsbook at the Treasure Chest Casino. It's a sports experience like no other in the city. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank, 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home or business. Nate certified technicians doing only doing the work that's necessary. Burkhardt, truly a company of trust. Look, it doesn't matter what system you have at your home or your business. Burkhardt is authorized to service all brands. And if you're in the market for a new air conditioning system or heating system, uh, Burkhardt is authorized to sell some of the top brands in the industry. Uh, remember, it's not too early to start uh, uh, thinking about having that um, heating system clean. But uh, we still are dealing with air conditioning down here in South Louisiana. So if your AC breaks down, think Burkhardt. After-hour service available for you with a Burkhardt employee answering the phone, dispatching a Burkhardt Nate certified technician, a Burkhardt truck out to your home or business to get you up and running. You want a company you can trust? Whether, again, you're, you're looking for a new system for your home or business or you got an existing system needs work, uh, think Burkhardt. That's acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. Hey, uh, Don, coming up next in the, hour, in the second hour, Mike Scarborough of TigerBait.com is going to join us at 515. We'll get his take on LSU. Uh, and then we'll finish up uh, with, again, um, my thoughts on Tulane. Uh, the Pels, they start training camp today. And, of course, the mayor had a press conference. We'll talk about uh, my thoughts on a press conference as well. All that happening in hour number two on, on the program today. And don't forget about the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports this week. We feature two guys that have been very, very familiar to the listenership of this station. Uh, Les East and also Jude Young join me on the program. Jude will have be on All Access tonight, his night, Tuesday night. And, of course, Les and Jude co-host the Countdown to the Original on Friday night uh, uh, at 6 o'clock over at Francesca by Katie's. Uh, Les is an award-winning journalist who writes for CrestedSports.com. Uh, Jude is one of the owners of CrestedSports.com. Both those gentlemen will be joining me on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports this week. Again, um, an opportunity to, as we go back to our reporters' roundtable, have those two guys, and I'm looking forward to it. Saints, Tulane, LSU, Pelicans will all be on tap. And because they talk so much high school, I'll also ask them about high school as well. So, again, check us out with the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports on WLAE-TV, Pelican Sports Television, YouTube, and, of course, on, on my website as well as the WLAE-TV YouTube page. All that coming up this week on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. And I'm looking forward to it. Those two guys are knowledgeable. Uh, I, I, again, in the past, I've had both those guys alone because they're so good. Uh, but, again, I know as a tandem, they'll be, they'll be great as well. So we're looking forward to that. And, look, we're going to continue the reporters' roundtable. As I mentioned before, there will be some um, shows in which we go one-on-one with a, with a, with a reporter. But most of the shows will continue to be uh, Reporters' Roundtable, which is, again, how this show, how the inception of the show came about, what the format was going to be from day one. Unfortunately, a little thing called the pandemic uh, put it on hiatus for two years. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. We'll be right back.
Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. with you until 6, 4 to 6 weekdays right here on 106.1 FM, Nash Icon, iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app, NashFM1061.com, EricAsher.com, and of course our podcast is everywhere. Anchor's our home base. On your favorite podcasting platform, just search Inside New Orleans Show with Eric Asher. Our social media platforms, join the conversation at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. As mentioned, I'll be joined by uh, Les East and also uh, Jude Young on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports this week. Looking forward to having those guys on the show. Uh, Mike Scarborough will join us on the program at 5.15 this afternoon. We'll be talking LSU with him. Um, I did want to jump into some Tulane before we, we go we go to Mike. Um, this is a huge game for the Greenies. Um, they're getting ready for Houston right now. Um, this is a team that in the past has kind of out-athleted them, if I can make if I can make up a word, okay, the last few years. Um, you know, the Greenies really blew one this week. 
I mean, it's, it's, it's unforgivable. It really is. It's just unforgivable. Uh, they had a chance to be 4-0, uh, going into Houston, feeling pretty good about themselves after, again, beating Kansas State, beating, again, a, a once, uh, you know, uh, a rival. And I, and I think USM and, and Tulane should play every year. I mean, I really do. Um, uh, going back to, again, the Conference USA, again, when, when, they, were, when they were yearly foes in all, in all sports, I think they should be playing all the time. But they're a better team than USM. They just didn't prove it on, on, on Saturday. Okay, they did. And and again, and I'm gonna tell you right now, this game is gonna come back and bite them. There's no doubt in my mind. Again, when you lose to a team you should beat, uh, and you're using the excuse that it was a trap game, for which again I will say Tulane has no right to that excuse. They're not a good enough program to overlook anyone. Okay, not one opponent. Again, uh, much less USM. Uh, this one will come back to bite them. Uh, but this is a tough, tough game on the road. It's a conference game. Um, Tulane is a much more talented team than they were last year. But unfortunately, they haven't learned how to handle success. Houston, on the other hand, hasn't learned how to handle success. Houston was once where Tulane was. And, of course, you know now they're, they're moving on to the Big 12. Uh, we'll see, again, how that plays out with the future of, of, of their program. Uh, this is a big one. I mean, first of all, it's in conference. And second of all, it's almost like, again, they're the big brother and you're the little brother. And, again, they've been picking on you for years. Um, it's time to turn things around. It's going to be nationally televised on ESPN. It's a 6 p.m. kickoff. And we're going to find out a lot about Tulane. We're going to find out a lot about Tulane. Is Tulane the team that beat Kansas State? Or are they the team that lost to, to USM? Because the first two were cupcakes. Throw them out. Okay, throw them out. Okay, I don't want to hear about UMass. I don't want to hear, hear about Alcorn. Okay. But you, you, got a, you got a little bit of a feel for what Tulane was against Kansas State and against USM. Kansas State going into that, that environment and, and playing against that team. Uh, you know, again, a team that was on the cusp of, again, the, the, the top 25. They went out and beat Oklahoma this past weekend, okay? Huh. Tells you all you need to know. But then you come back and lose, and, and, and lose the USM. So stay tuned on that one. We'll see how that kind of plays out. Um, but it's a big one. Tulane can recover if they, if they beat Houston. If not, you know, now you're on a two-game losing streak. And, and now, the, now you got to do some soul-searching here. Uh, hopefully, they're not too banged up. And, uh, and they'll be able to pull off an upset uh, in Houston on, on Friday night. I know I'll be tuned in for sure. Uh, did want to also mention, Fletcher Mackle broke a story on Saturday night. And look, we've heard this story over and over again. So I can't say he broke it. But he did put out some renderings of a stadium that's, that, again, is, is being proposed to be built out on the lakefront for the University of New Orleans. There's been rumors forever that UNO is going to go and develop a football program. Okay? They're going to try to get into football, which I think is, they, they should. Okay? There's no reason why they should. Okay? Okay? Uh, but this, there is, a, again, a rendering of a stadium uh, that would be out on the, on the lakefront uh, it, would, it would also have the have UNO would be able to play there. Uh, high schools would be able to play there. And, and the new soccer team that has been slated for New Orleans would also play there. Uh, the, the renders are beautiful. And so it's probably about a 10,000-seat stadium, which would be perfect. Uh, and, um, of course, you know, on the lakefront, uh, you know, perfect facil- facility. Much, and, of course, the land is there as well. If you understand from the story, that uh, already students would, would, would have to be uh, would have to get uh, another like three hundred dollars in fees uh, that would be going toward the program. 
Uh, obviously, the Louisiana legislature would have to get involved, and it would have to be a part of the money coming, obviously, from, again, uh, former UNO students and endowment, et cetera. Uh, to get the program off the ground. Or maybe a benefactor, like, again, who do we turn to when you need a benefactor in this town? Can everybody say it together? Mrs. Benson. And it might be, again, in, in a good thing for Mrs. Benson, you know, to be able to, again, start a football program at UNO. I don't know. Again, everybody wants Mrs. Benson's money. Uh, anytime there's something that's a need in the city, go to Mrs. Benson. She's got the money, Okay. It's like, it's like one of your, you know, one of your, 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 your aunts that, are, that you know, uh, that, that, that had, had a lot of money. And every time you need anything, you went over to your aunt and got money or your, your grandmother, whatever. So we'll see again how this plays out. But I, I like the concept. I like the stadium. I like the fact that it's going to be used for high school as well as maybe this soccer team uh, that has been awarded to New Orleans. Uh, and, uh, you know, it would be nice to see UNO get involved uh, in football uh, as well. So, again, uh, another major sport here. Now, I will say this. Nobody goes out to, to UNO basketball games, so are they going to go see a football game? I mean, it's rare. I mean, again, you almost got to, you almost got to again, uh, uh, push for people to go see Tulane now, okay, in their brand-new stadium. And that hasn't made much difference. And, look, Ed Daniels called that, right, years ago. Ed Daniels said put money into the, into the basketball program and into the field house. Don't build a stadium. Uh, they don't think it's going to make a difference, and it really has not made a difference in the program. It's a nice stadium. It's on campus. But, again, we don't get the, the students out there like you should. And, and look, UNO is a commuter school. I went there. I know. Again, a lot of people, again, you go there, you go home, and, again, you forget about it. A lot of fa- people that go to UNO are fans of LSU, okay, or other schools. So, again, but it would be nice to be able to see this thing developed. Uh, and if anything, like I've said before, much like with Arnie Fuko's doing with the Ninth Ward Stadium, when that looks like that's going to be built now, we need more facilities for kids to play in. Okay, we need more facilities for high school state, high school programs to be able to play in. There's not enough stadiums in, in, in the metropolitan area, and we need them. And if this is a way to get another stadium, you know, much like what I've talked about in terms of, again, the retrofitting of, of uh, Zephyr Field. You know, again, when they retrofit that, it should be not just for, for, uh, for football, for soccer, for lacrosse, for everything. Uh, and it should be used by, again, the high schools as well as maybe, again, uh, the rugby team. So we'll see how it plays out. But, again, it seems like it's – it's really good news on the horizon for UNO if they can make this happen. UNO getting a football team, building a, uh, building a stadium on the lakefront, uh, and hopefully that will come to fruition. But, again, it takes money and it takes dedication. And uh, we'll see again if they have both uh, before it's all said and done. All right. Let's head to the guest line. Jordan's on the program. He's got the most comprehensive site when it comes to, uh, to LSU athletics. Uh, nobody does it better. Also, again, his YouTube channel is blowing up. Uh, if you want Tiger information, you want to know about what's going on recruiting, if you want the real skinny on what's happening with the teams, uh, you got to go to TigerBait.com. And Mike Scarborough is a uh, weekly guest on our program. Love to have him with us, and he joins us now. Mike, how are you? I'm doing great, Eric. Glad to be with you again. Glad to be with you. Mike, a busy day for you last today, huh? I mean, again, between all the press conferences of the coaches? Yeah, I, I, I made sure I brought all my power cords and chargers because uh, we had uh, three press conferences back-to-back. Uh, Matt McMahon at 11, a little after 11, then uh, Brian Kelly, then Kim Mulkey. And then we got an, had an opportunity to go watch a little bit of uh, Mulkey's practice. But um, I guess the takeaway of the whole day was, um, of course, you, you could probably predict of the three coaches which one was likely to say something that would create a stir. And, of course, when it happened with Mulkey, it went right over my head. I had no idea that it was going to erupt into this national thing yesterday late and, and all day today with uh, Mulkey uh, saying that she wasn't going to comment on the Brittany Griner thing. 
And so a lot of people are, are taking her to task and opposing coaches are using it to negatively recruit against LSU. Because she wouldn't, what wouldn't maybe she didn't want to comment on it. <laughs> She's Same talking about her program. Long, Why would she want to talk about Brittany Griner? I mean, that's all I'm well, saying. Well, it was her, her player at Baylor and a long history right? of uh, mm-hmm. there's a long uh, bad history between those two. Uh, there was a tell. There was a book that some things were said in the book that were lies, and um, and so, but so she said, I, "I'm not commenting on that." And but she did comment on it like two or three months ago on Tiger Rag Radio, so uh, that uh, was retweeted out this morning. But but still, that's not uh, uh, stopping the. Um, uh, the uh, people who were in the uh, pocket of the uh, South Carolina coach from using that to try and negatively recruit LSU. Yeah, but, but, Mike, I mean, again, she's talking about her program on, on opening day for her practice. She wants to keep the focus on LSU. I can't blame her for not wanting to, to step out and not talk about something else. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, and, I, and I've done some digging. I, I've talked to people in Waco about what went on between her and Griner, and it's it's it, it really is ugly. And so, um, well, then, then, then there's another reason. What did your mama say way back when? I know my mama said, it, and I haven't taken her advice, but she said it. You can't say something nice about somebody. Don't take say anything at all. My wife tells me that all the time. I said well, if I did that, I wouldn't have a job. And here's the other the other part of it. You can book it that any time. And look, I, look, media people have to do their job. If there's a legit story, there's a legit story, no doubt about it. But you can book it. If there's a major hit piece or something that, that causes a, uh, if you want to call it the woke crowd or whatever, you can book it. It's always the Gannett Property or USA Today. Every time. Unreal. Unreal. I mean, it's just crazy. I mean, yeah, all the stuff, all I, the I think every coach in America wants to put the spotlight on their own program and probably wants to keep spotlight on that program for that day. Okay, maybe later on she comments on it. Maybe she doesn't comment on it because they've got bad blood between them. That's that's her prerogative. Yeah, and by the way, all the stuff with Sharon Lewis and the Title IX stuff and all that stuff that was thrown out of court on its ear because the judge thought it was all laughable, those things had like two or three cover stories on USA Today. We ain't ever seen a retraction, a follow-up, nothing. That's the damage that those types of people do. You rarely do, though, Mike. You rarely do. You know that. Uh, you rarely, yeah. in today's world, have a retraction or, or you know, uh, somebody come back and say they're wrong and admit it. I mean, just it just doesn't happen. I mean, it happens on this yeah, show, and, but it just and, doesn't and, happen. And I'll tell you another thing. There's, two, there's, a, there's several LSU assistant coaches that probably should sue, but they won't because they just wanted to die. Absolutely crazy. Absolutely crazy. Yep. Hey, Mike, um, I'm gonna, before I jump into LSU and Auburn, what's the deal with CBS? I mean, why are you well, – they pass on LSU Tennessee twice? Well, and then, and then I've had a few people say, well, Mike, you know, it wasn't just CBS. It was ESPN. Well, it, 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 was, C, it was ESPN a little bit on the back end. But, for you know, and then, you know, CBS obviously taking Georgia and Auburn. And if LSU takes care of business this weekend, there's a good chance there's an interim coach coaching that game. But they want number one Georgia. And, and so people have said, well, you know, back when LSU was playing some bad teams in 2011 and 2019, 
CBS was opting to take LSU at 2.30, uh, you know, how many times? And so uh, it, it's – there's just no way that that, regardless of having number one Georgia, that that does anything for CBS compared to the type of game that I, that I think you're likely going to get with LSU and Tennessee. Mm-hmm. And there's a real chance right. if LSU demolishes Auburn on the road, they're already receiving votes. There's a good chance they might be ranked. Uh, right. I'm not saying they are going to be, but they're right there on the cusp. Um, so, so then the next step, step is ESPN is not allowed to broadcast an SEC game in the evening when CBS chooses to do their their one doubleheader a season. Right. But that doesn't stop them the uh, the SEC network. Well, the SEC network, of course, is run by ESPN. Mm-hmm. So they figure they get better bang for their buck by having ESPN game day lead right into Tennessee LSU versus LSU Tennessee trying to go head to head with the Alabama game in the evening. Alabama A&M. Right. And would would that be 11 o'clock in the morning still? Uh, No, LSU is, yes, it's still 11. Yeah. It would still be at 11 o'clock no matter what. Yeah. So they took what South Carolina and whatever Mm -hmm. is the evening game on SEC network. South Carolina and Vander, I don't know what it was, uh, Kentucky? I, I don't remember. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, no, it's um, – It just seems crazy. It seems like that would be more of a marquee game. Now, now again, well, if LSU gets their brains beat out this week, then maybe, again, the, the networks are right. I don't well, see that. The, 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 the one silver line it could be is it was, what if we end up with a beautiful cold front that comes through and maybe it's like 60 degrees at 11 a.m.? Right. Yep. You know, maybe that would be awesome. You know, and then, you know, from a selfish media guy standpoint, I, the only positive is that, I, you know, by the time I get all our work done in our post-game show, I'll still have my Saturday night to You'll still you know, have a Saturday little, night, right. I was thinking the same thing. Yes. out to dim. There you go. <laughs> for your case, for, for your sake, I hope that happens. All right, let's take, yeah. let's take LSU Auburn. Um, it's supposed to be pretty sloppy on the plains this weekend. I think it plays into LSU's hands with Jaden Daniels and his escapability and his ability to be able to th- to break down when things to run when things break down. Uh, how do you see this game? Break it down for us. I, I think you're right, and I know Auburn's offensive line is absolutely horrid. And with uh, what um, you know LSU's doing defensively right now and getting pressure. Um. You know, Saturday night on the way home, I'm asking my cohort, Preston Guy, what he th- thought the line was going to be. He said 10, 12 points. I thought he was crazy. I said four or five. Well, we were both right. It started at four or five on Sunday, and now it's in double digits. So um, I'm reading the, the Auburn reports. I talked to one of a longtime friends that covers Auburn for 30 years, and uh, they, they just see this thing as being an absolute train wreck that uh, – uh, they don't. They don't see any any chance of uh, them circling the wagons, uh, the, us against the world, or anything like that taking place. Um, there's just the the the, the talent at, at Auburn is is way down, according to them, and they've done nothing to rectify it. They've had, and then on top of that, a lot of injuries, and um, they kind of think the team's quitting. Wow. We'll see. LSU going to get a little bit healthy. Jay Ward coming back. Al Jalari coming back. I was Daniels will be back. They said it was um, uh, they, first. They thought it was a concussion, but it was a bruised back. Um, Goodwin's as well. He be day to day with a hamstring, and Major Burns has that neck injury. He's out for what uh, three to six, right? Yeah, 
And uh, you said Goodwin with a hamstring, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. So all these little things start to add up over time, Eric. You know, so it's like, man, who who are you going to have back for Tennessee? And then all of a sudden you're really getting into the brutal stretch. Ole Miss, Arkansas, yep. Alabama. Yep. Um, you know, each one of these little things that you were just saying, well, this guy's three to six, this guy's – the more you get of those, the more it sets you back. And while none of those things are catastrophic, uh, you, you, those things are starting to pile up. And, and so they, um, there needs to be a whole lot of knocking on wood because LSU's – I don't know where they can afford any more uh, injuries mm-hmm. um, from starters. Right. They, they get Fuchsia back. That's going to help with Major Burns out. So that's a good thing. Yeah, I'm looking to see what he looks like. I have no idea, idea what to expect from him. But Major Burns has been lights out. Oh, he has been. And, and look, so, so has Ward since they moved into nickel, which I thought was an ingenious move. He was all over the field. Madhouse has been phenomenal. Um, and the whole defensive staff. Madhouse mm-hmm. gets all the credit. But what Jamar Kane's doing after losing Mason Smith yep. and getting pressure with three and four uh, linemen and, and – and, and, and throwing Harold Perkins into the mix, and now he's one of the highest grading out uh, linebacker Ed Rushers in the country. Yep. Um, I mean, what can you imagine Harold Perkins looking like in a year or two <laughs> when, it, when he really knows what the heck he's doing out there? My, Mike, I said this yesterday, okay, and, and again, I'd, I'd like you to comment on it. I went through the, the depth chart, and, and, I, and, I, and I, I threw out the juniors and I threw out the seniors because, again, if you're, if you're good enough – um, as a junior, you're going to you're going to the NFL. If you're a senior at LSU and you haven't been in the NFL yet, well, you know you're probably you know it is what it is. But just looking at the sophomore freshman and redshirt freshman, O's last class, uh, Kelly's first class, and of course the class we know coming in, I think it's a bedrock for a national championship type team. I think when you look at the, and the more these guys get a chance to play this year, maybe in the next year, the better for LSU. I mean, look, this is a year where we hope that they're going to do something. But if, it does, if they don't, at the very least, these guys are getting playing time. And this is just going to help you for the future. And when I, yeah, I went through the, the depth chart yesterday, they got some talented freshmen, sophomore, and redshirt freshmen on this team. Look, I, I don't know where this is. I was on an Alabama show today, and, it's, and we were kind of talking like the same what you're saying. It's, it's like I think most of the fan base is dialed in, and they understand how LSU's getting it done. And, and probably a good idea of what the ceiling actually is, you know, without knowing any further injury bug or, or whatever, and, of course, hitting the meat of the schedule. But if LSU takes care of Auburn and somehow uh, takes care of Tennessee at home, I mean, w- would you say they're on schedule to where you thought they'd be at that juncture? I say or they're, ahead, they're of ahead of schedule. schedule? <laughs> I say they're, they're ahead. They'd be, ahead. they'd be ahead of schedule. And so even if you end up dropping three games uh, in November, you're still at the eight and four mark where probably 80% of the fan base thought LSU would be at the end of the year. So I'm with you, know. Mike. I'm with you. And I, and I and think so, the more but, these but, young but, players I, get I, an I opportunity to get on the field, the better it is for the program. Yeah, and, and who, ha- who really has any uh, uh, concrete uh, you know, vision – as to who's going to finish second in the West and who's going to finish second in the East. True. I mean, you, 
There's there's no guarantee. Uh, uh, of course, I, I'm thinking I might want to put my money on Stoops in the East. Um, mm-hmm. But we'll see. I mean, Tennessee. He's could, done a great uh, job at Kentucky. He, he absolutely has. And, and that's another guy where you're starting to see these openings. Mm-hmm. And they're floating his name at Auburn and Nebraska. and every, He'd be a fool to leave Kentucky. Uh, he he can stay in Kentucky as long as he wants, and every time these things happen, he can nickel and dime. Mm-hmm. Well, the expectations are not what they are those other programs. I mean, it's not Kentucky basketball; it's Kentucky football. So, right there again, you're, you, I mean, uh, he, he's in the catbird seat. I'm with you. Plus, he's done. Well, he's done, give him credit; he's done a great job. He really has. All right, we lost Mike. Rudy? Okay, I think we lost Mike. All right. You, do we got him back now? Okay, we got him back. Yeah, look, I, Mike, I was talking about Stoops. I said, look, it's Kentucky basket. Kentucky basketball is is, uh, is the sport. It's not Kentucky football. Okay? I, I know, but it, 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 they've got a beautiful stadium. He's got it going. I, I'm just talking about we, – we already know his brother retired at, at, a, at a, a relatively young age because of True. stress, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know what the hypertension is in, in his family tree, but he, uh, Stoops already looks like he's probably overweight and, and, and red-faced. Uh, you think he wants to go somewhere else like Nebraska? Where, what, what's the over and under on any new coach mm-hmm. last in there? Okay, um, he can stay at Kentucky till he wants to. Um, yeah, of course. And, and every time this starts happening, man, that Mark Stoops is doing a good job. He's not flashy. We are looking to him. And and every year he can turn down jobs and nickel and dime Kentucky's AD for more money. Next, yes, thing, next thing you know, yep. he's in the upper third of the SEC mm-hmm. in, with salary. I think you're 100% right. No doubt about it. So who do you like this weekend? And, and give us the reasons why. Um. I, I just like LSU. I, I just uh, I don't I don't I don't see um, I don't see Auburn. Uh, you know LSU's got their issues, and they're not a finished product by any stretch. But I just think that this team has gotten co- more confidence each week. Jaden Daniels is impossible to stop when he when he's dialed in, and of course what he does uh, to you when you think you've got him in third and twelve, and they're going to be punting. He just takes off and, and, and moves the chains and gets the first down. Um, look at all the receivers he's moving the ball around to. Uh, Butte back this week. Um, I, I, I think LSU's going to take care of business, and, and yep. I don't know that I'm touching the spread, but um, we're, we're going to see. Mm-hmm. You know, I heard an ESPN uh, talk show host, I think it was over the weekend, I just was in and out. Actually mentioned Jade Daniels for Heisman. Yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm not going that far. I mean, ba- based I, on I what he's what, been able to do so far, okay? Based on what he's done. You, now, again, you, I think that's a long ask, shot at best. If you ask me in the last. To hear that, hear that mentioned. If you ask, say, in the last 15 years, and you take Joe Burrow out of the, out of the equation, where, where, where would Daniels rate after four games? You know, as far as you saying which guy you take, if you take Burrow out of the mix, thinking of Anthony Jennings and Hatch and, and Mettenberger and <laughs> Jordan Jefferson and right, it's not even close. It's like not even yeah, close. Jayden, I mean, Jaden Daniels is a stud. 
He's a playmaker. Uh, yes. Uh, no I, doubt. I, I love. I like the way he plays. I mean, look. They're, they're, Me too. And, and, and I think he's getting more patient too. Go on, you can see it. If you go back and look at the games a second time, you can see maybe in the first couple games he was, you know, just taking off and running. He's trying to go through his progressions now. He's keeping his head up in a lot of cases downfield to see if there is a, an open receiver. It's just not just take off and run to be running. So, again, you can see there's a, there's a maturation process there. Yeah, I, I, as far as him throwing the football, I, I, I remember LSU playing Louisville with Lamar Jackson. Were you impressed with him in that bowl game? No. <laughs> what, what, what was Lamar Jackson doing at Louisville that's any different than, than what Jay Daniels is currently doing at LSU? Right. Look at no, Lamar Jackson. Again, and no, and look at the taste. He's tailor-made for what the NFL is looking for right now. Now, he's got to be a little more accurate. There's no doubt about that. And he'll, he could get that with time, okay? Again, again, that could be, you know, that, that's about mechanics and everything else. But, again, you look at just the raw quarterback he is. He's got the arm strength. He's got the intelligence. And, and he's got the ability to be able to, when things break down, to make something happen. What, 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 what's the difference between what they were saying about Lamar Jackson, even though he had an, that incredible year, Right. And, and what they're saying about Jaden Daniels. And, and if you're an LSU fan and you remember that bowl game especially, what, what's the difference between those two at this point? Now, we know what Lamar Jackson has done in the NFL. No, the NFL, come on. And, and look, uh, he's, been, he's been remarkable in the NFL. Exactly. And, and I'm so, still, and I'm I'm still not, I'm not scratching my head on why, why Baltimore had done everything they can to, to throw the book at him and just say, well, what do you need? Because – uh, you know, you can play out this contract. Now they can, they can, they can, they can franchise tag him, and they will. But um, uh, you know, you want a happy quarterback. We'll see how that yeah, plays that, out that, with that, them. That's going to be an interesting scenario at the end oh, of the year. What, what no does doubt. Well, Daniels do? Oh, does he? I think he goes pro. I mean, why wouldn't you? If you're hot, you're a hot quarterback. You're going pro. Does he in today's yeah. world? Okay, yeah, and look, the, the, if there are players behind him, they're going to be pushing him as well. I mean, yeah. I, I like. I'm glad I saw a Nussmeyer that was under control this week. We think we know, uh, again, that, uh, what Walker Howard may be. And, and you already said the, 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 the number one recruit coming in this year, next year, right, was the uh, quarterback um, that well, is verbally Ricky committed. Collins, yeah, the commitment yeah. of Ricky Collins from Woodlawn. Right, exactly. But, but I, I so, will say this. I will say this. If Jaden Daniels does go pro, which that was really his plan, I can tell you, when he when he was get, being recruited to come to LSU, the, the discussion was that he would come to LSU and play for a year and go pro. I can tell. I would that, see no reason not, not to. Yeah, not with so, his, not because of his skill set. Right. So, but so let's say he that that happens, and I'm not. I'm not. It doesn't matter what round he goes in, but let's just say he goes pro. Mm-hmm. All right. And so they go. Uh, Ricky Collins comes in at midterm. Uh, does Nussmeyer stick around, or does he hit the portal? And so you could, there's some scenarios that play out there that get real, real interesting because mm-hmm. I think if, uh, if if Nussmeyer were to hit the portal uh, because he thinks you know it's going to be Walker Howard, mm-hmm. uh, this staff's got to go out. They they've got to go in the portal in my mind and get a a seasoned quarterback yeah. because you don't want to go into next year with a redshirt freshman quarterback and a true freshman. I'm, you I'm probably want you to, 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 to convince a, a guy with several years of experience to come in and be a backup to, to a Walker Howard if he is indeed going to be mm-hmm. the guy that we think he's going to be. 
And then, of course, if you're Nussmeyer, I don't know, again, why you would you would shy away from the competition against Howard. And we'll see how that yeah, plays because, out. I mean, a lot of kids don't want to do that these days, but I don't know why you wouldn't. Yeah, I mean, how, Howard uh, Walker had several injuries his senior year. Mm-hmm. And, who, and who's to say that Nussmeyer can't win the job? Now, I mean, as high as I am on Walker Howard, and I think he's going to be sure. he's going to be a, a crazy good. And, and, and mm-hmm. um, you know, let, let, let's Nussmeyer's going to get some more opportunities this season. Sure, and as he should, as he should. Yep. You know, again, yep. I'm glad to see he settled down last week, because a lot of people again were left with a bad taste in their mouth after Southern, where it looked like he was pressing. He, he was in command of the offense this week. That's the guy I thought we'd see, and it was good to see oh. that. But, but Daniels is the starter. There's there's no there's no quarterback back competition at LSU right now. No, no, and 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 he's he's just really a backbreaker. He just I, I keep I said, I think I said it on your show last week. You, you can't mm-hmm. you, if you see a quarterback doing what Jaden Daniels does to defense, especially in third and long, over and over again. Just imagine if you're the fan of that team and that's your defense that can't get off the field because. You 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 you've got LSU in first and fifteen uh, first and fifteen because of a uh, you know uh, a penalty at false start, and then it's a second and and they don't do much third and third and fifteen and, and he takes off and easily yep. uh, runs to the marker and gets the first down. It's I mean, backbreaker, how, man. It, it, it's it's a, and he does that like eight or nine times out of ten. Right. Now and the only thing you got to hope is again getting an SEC play now that he stays healthy. That he doesn't take big shots. No, That's the only he, thing I'm worried about because of his slight build. And look, he he could have went back in the other night. Mm-hmm. And so, for a guy with his frame that takes off and run and, and and you know plays the way he does, you 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 really have to say he's a tough cookie. Yeah. No, I don't think there's any doubt. And I tell you, he's getting better as a quarterback as well. Mike, always yeah. appreciate the time, my friend. Tell the folks about your incredible site and, of course, your YouTube channel, which is blowing up, and how folks can follow you on social media. That's it. Go to TigerBait.com. I just loaded up a story on uh, one of the top quarterbacks, the number one quarterback in the state of Texas, DJ Lagway, that was on campus Saturday for a visit. Um, and um, try us out. Subscribe. And go to our YouTube channel, LSU Tigers on Tiger Bay. Hit the subscription button, notification bell there. Uh, we're loading videos up there almost every day, and um, we've got a, a show tonight uh, with an Auburn expert on our channel at 8 o'clock, uh, Jake Crane of Crane & Company. Uh, he's going to be on with uh, Preston, and tomorrow night, Buddy Sonja and I are, are at 8 o'clock. So uh, we got our post-game show. shows, player interviews. Player interviews will be up uh, in about two hours. So we, we've got a lot on our YouTube channel, and like you said, we're, we're heading towards 15,000 subscribers. It's crazy. Congratulations. It's been, it's been phenomenal. Thank you. No doubt. You got it, bud. All right, bud. We'll talk, we'll talk with you next week. As always, we thank you so much for your time. All right, Eric. Thanks for having me. Talk soon. Remember, you can subscribe for a dollar, uh, a dollar, and also remember, at Scarborough Mike on Twitter. That's Mike Scarborough of TigerBait.com. Uh, so with us each and every week. All right, we take a break here. When we come back, we'll talk a little bit about what's going on with the Pelicans. We'll all talk, talk about what's going on with the mayor. All that coming up here on Inside New Orleans. Don't forget about my friends over at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Eating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. AC breaks down. You need help. No problem. They'll get to you. Uh, again, with a Nate certified technician, only doing the work that's necessary. You're looking to maybe get that heater again, um, uh, 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 
uh, tested and cleaned for the upcoming uh, winter season, uh, Burghardt can do that for you as well. Looking for a generator for your home or your business? They are the experts. That APCO whole home treatment air, air treatment system that keeps your air clean in your home like we, we put in right before the pandemic, I'm telling you, they put that in, they can, they can install that for you as well. Electrical needs, plumbing needs, they get you, got you covered. It's a one-stop shop when you're talking about Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Eating. acpromise.com, acpromise.com. We'll be right back. If you want a little soul with your country, then you're with us. New Orleans country, from the classics to the songs that matter. Your country is on 1061 Nash Icon or anytime at NashFM1061.com. This report is sponsored by Taco Bell. Hey, Taco Bell fans, Double Decker Taco or Enchirito? Which one would you want back on the menu? From September 28th to October 5th, vote once daily for your choice in the Taco Bell app. The winner will return to participating stores for two weeks. While supplies last, no purchase necessary. Delays are solid if you're traveling along the eastbound side of the Westbeck Expressway and the Crescent City Connection with delays solid from Stumpf Boulevard to the Camp Street exit. Also in the meantime, look out for delays solid if you're traveling westbound along the Pontchartrain Expressway and the Crescent City Connection with delays stretching from the Claiborne Earhart exit to the Chapatula South Peters exit. In the meantime, look out for delays on, on 10 eastbound from just past City Park to the high rise. In the meantime, delays are going to be solid if you're traveling on 10 westbound for more leans to canal and delays pick back up 10 westbound right at Clearview. On the 610 on the westbound side, delays are steady at Canal Boulevard and on the eastbound side from St. Bernard to the 10610 merge. Also in the meantime, look out for an accident on I-55 going northbound between Rudock and the St. John, St. and the St. John the Baptist Tangipahoa Parish line. I'm at Robinson broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Bradner Traffic Center. At Southern Tire Auto Works, they do it all with a simple oil change, wheel alignment, preventive maintenance, a brake repair, installation of a custom exhaust or suspension system. Hey, you need help on, on your climate control system, your cooling system, or your electronic system? They can do it all. They are the experts. At Southern Tire Auto Works, they truly are your one-stop shop for all your automotive needs. Don't forget about the largest selection of tires in the metropolitan area. Something for everyone's budget. And, of course, the latest diagnostic equipment you get at the dealership, you get it right there at Southern Tire. ASC certified technicians and the Piazza family standing behind their work. You can't go wrong at Southern Tire. Southern Tire, Hickory Airline, and Metairie open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6, Saturday from 8 to 3. 504-737-1558 is the number. You go to southerntire.com and check out all the services they provide for their customers. Southern Tire, owned by the Piazza family since 1972, Hickory Airline in Metairie. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue. Open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soup, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. 
Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can handle. Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhart to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhart always says, trust is the foundation of our business. Just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhart. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. Get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. Mako.com for an online estimate today. Hi, Eric Ashwood, celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid City at 3701 Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6. Thanks to Mike Scarborough for joining us on the program. We turn our attention now to what's happening here in the city of New Orleans. Uh, Mayor Cantrell had another press conference today. And, of course, the theme of the press conference was she does not embrace the murder cap- the title of the murder capital of the United States. First of all, the word embrace, I think, is the wrong word, okay? I don't know how you embrace something that's negative, okay? <laughs> but she says she doesn't embrace it. She doesn't believe the federal stats, okay? She's trying to compare raw numbers when it comes to violent crime in big cities like Chicago and other cities that have more population than New Orleans. I mean, I don't know. I'm not sure. Look, I, I didn't do well at math. Maybe she failed math at Xavier. I'm not sure. But when comparing cities of different sizes and population, the feds use per capita. And right now, she may not embrace the fact that New Orleans, again, under her watch, is the murder capital of the United States, but the numbers don't lie. And again, who would, who would, who would embrace such a negative stat anyway? But she doesn't embrace it. I mean, amazing to me. Clueless, absolutely clueless. Again, ask the question to everyone out there, okay, because I listened to a whole press conference today. I mean, at one point, she accused David Hammer because he was investigating her nonprofits, that he was slowing down money that was supposed to be given to children. Really? Come on. I ask the question right now. Is your quality of life better since she was elected mayor? Are you getting the city services you're paying for? Trash pickup, police protection, okay? Uh, do you feel safe in your neighborhood? Because I lived in Orleans, okay? And I didn't. 
That's why we moved. Remember I said it a long time ago. Those that have the wherewithal to move will move. Do you think she, and then the other thing is, do you think she has the capacity to fix these issues? Like the mass exodus of New Orleans police officers, repairing the broken infrastructure. Okay, and now, which is, which is critical, getting Washington to extend the deadline so that, again, the federal recovery money stays in balance. 50% of, those recovery, of that recovery dollars are unspent, coming from the largest land man-made disaster in the history of this country. Now, wouldn't that be, wouldn't that be devastating, catastrophic for this city if ultimately Washington says, sorry, you've had the deadlines, it's over, the money comes back because you didn't get it done. She had no plan when she took office, despite having the longest time to prepare in between administrations. Okay? She chose to stay the course with the Landrew plan with a caveat. She started projects all over the city, but never had a plan to complete those infrastructure projects. What has that led to? Well, first of all, it's led to, uh, again, uh, the, the projects sustaining more damage because now they, they're, they're crumbling while waiting on contracts to return. Streets and sidewalks are impassable. Water and drainage systems are collapsing, uh, causing, again, citizens to have to deal with, again, third-world infrastructure in their front yards. When they thought, when the, here, comes the, here comes the cavalry, okay, they're finally fixing my street. And then when they fix the street, the drainage is off. Why? Because the street's too high. I mean, it's just the, the lack of attention to detail, okay, in this administration. Meanwhile, you're still paying the highest taxes in the region if you're an Orleans Parish resident. Don't get me started on, again on the mass exodus of NOPD officers, okay? Because she knew this was happening and ignored it until it became a catastrophic event. And the fact that, that again, Glazer, the head of the NOP, of, 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 of PANO, uh, said that everything that the New York cop and, and, the, and, and the consultants from New York are bringing to the table now, they brought to the table years ago and were ignored. Years ago and were ignored. So now because someone comes as, an, as a paid consultant, you want to implement it, but when, again, when the guys that were here on the ground in the NOPD started making complaints and then came up with a plan, you ignored it. That's her, that's her administration in a nutshell. No original ideas, piggybacking off the plans and ideas of others, the inability to foresee a crisis, and then have the capacity to make the changes before it becomes a catastrophic event. Now, she may not embrace the state of our city right now, but she's put us in the position we're in, Okay? So to those of you that are not signing this recall petition, I just wonder, are you embracing the present quality of life in Orleans Parish? That's just being honest. I mean, she's amazing. When, when I watch her press conferences, I'm blown away by, by some of the things she says. And then, of course, on top of that, the news today that uh, the city attorney has ruled that she is a city employee and that she is responsible to reimburse the city the $30,000 that she used, again, for upgrading her travel, uh, you know, to, again, for those, you know, to, to first class and then accommodations that are made for the rich and famous. Absolutely amazing. She's a city mayor. And it continues. The big one is being able to hold on to the 50% of the money to be able to, be, to finish their infrastructure. And, I mean, again, I, I know how I would handle it. Okay? The pandemic slowed everything down. And then that should be, again, that should be the whole premise of, again, why New Orleans needs more time because of the pandemic, because it affected every city. And I've said this before. If it wasn't for the American Re- Reconstruction Act right now, the city would be in bankruptcy based on, again, her, based on her policies during COVID. So you got one more shot at the apple, New Orleans. And if you don't sign it, well, you know what? Shame on us.
Shame on us because you had a chance. You had a second chance here. And right now, I'm telling you, it doesn't look good. You got to Ash Wednesday to get it done. I have not seen a groundswell in the black community to be able to sign this, this petition. And until that happens, we are where we are. And it's not going to change. And that's detrimental to the future of this city. No doubt about it. I did want to say one more thing before we get out of here about the Pelicans. They started training camp today. Look, I'm hearing the players and coaches kind of echoing my thoughts, right, about integrating Zion Williamson into the mix on paper, right? On paper, it's easy because you say, okay, that's Zion. He's great. But there are changes that have to happen. The spacing on the floor. You know, he's a very ball-dominant player, as I've talked about for years, right? He's been a defensive liability in the past. But things have changed. First of all, he's in the best shape of his pro career, okay? Willie Green now. Uh, the offseason has had enough time to be able to figure out how he's going to do this on rotations, how Zion, Zion's going to complement the team going forward. You know, again, uh, we saw a team ball last year, okay, on both ends of the floor, offensive and defensive ends. So now, again, it's for Zion to also, as a, again, look, a superstar, right, one of the best in the league when he's healthy, to be able to come in and try to coexist. Like, again, simple thing, Zion and, 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 and Valanciunas in the paint. B.I., Zion, and C.J. on the floor. B.I. And, and Zion, again, hopefully, again, uh, you know, in, in, uh, uh, when you talk about uh, just on the floor by themselves, hopefully the transition is going to be smooth. But I think I'm looking forward to seeing if there's an expansion of his game because I think that's the key going forward here on the offensive-defensive ends. I'm telling you, if he's expanded his game along with this weight loss, the sky's the limit for this team. You're adding a once-in-a-generation player to what they had going last season. And I think that this coaching staff is smart enough to integrate him in this. But I think there's going to be a transition period. So we'll see how it plays out. Looking forward to the Pels, man. Really am looking forward to the Pels. October 19th, they start their season at Brooklyn. Hey, don't forget about Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Yes, even after hours, they can get to you. Uh, again, with, again, a Burkhardt employee answering the phone after hours, dispatching a Burkhardt uh, truck and an ASE certified, uh, a, 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 a Nate certified technician out to your home to, to make sure they get your AC up and working. You're looking for a company and trust when it comes to your AC system? It's Burkhardt. That, again, uh, 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call, after-hour service available. And, of course, we'll never gouge you, never cheat you. It's Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. We'll be right back. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Apple. Southern Tire, family owned and operated since 1972. Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. Whether it is your personal vehicle or a fleet account, at Southern Tire, we treat your vehicle like our own. At Southern Tire, we have all the latest diagnostic equipment and ASE certified technicians the dealerships have without the dealership prices. Hickory and Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. to 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Eric Ashby with my good friend Mike Delahousie at the TikTok Cafe. Mike, I was craving the best breakfast in town. Thank you, Eric. Yeah, but they were closed, so I'm back here at the TikTok Cafe instead. You know, that's not nice. Come on, man. You know we aim to please. You got to get a better aim, pal. Stop. You know we never close, huh? Well, neither does the morgue, so what's your point? Ah, you unbelievable. You know, you got to admit, we've got the best prices in town. Gluten-free? Uh, I think you're missing the point, bud. 
The TikTok Cafe in the heart of Metairie at Causeway and I-10 are better known as the intersection of diabetes and high cholesterol. Contractors, tired of the runaround when you need an insurance quote? At Dave Miata Insurance, we are an independent insurance agency, so we make it easy to get that quote for your next job. We offer general liability, workman's comp, automobile and property insurance, and we will search over 50 insurance companies to get the right policy at the best price. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMiatInsAgency.com. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Suburban Roofing and Siding, 861 Roof, locally owned and operated, fully licensed insured, has been re-roofing South Louisiana for over a decade. Suburban Roofing is one of only 6% of roofing contractors nationwide, certified by shingle manufacturers. My good friend Marty Scoggins is honest and reliable and stands behind all of Suburban Roofing's quality workmanship. Suburban Roofing skilled crews are experts in all types of roofs. Trust a Louisiana company with local referrals, not a storm chaser with your re-roofing needs. Don't sign that contract till you call Suburban Roofing and Siding at 861 Roof. That's 861 76 Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. Four out of five employers who post a job in ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. ZipRecruiter. The smartest way to hire. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. All right, folks, that's it for me. Thanks so much for tuning in. Certainly appreciate you uh, checking out the program. What are you doing on the airwaves here at 106.1 FM? Uh, again, on our uh, digital platforms, again, on, on the podcast, on the Anchor app, or your favorite podcasting app, or again, on the World Wide Web. Thank you for listening. Also, want to thank Rudy back at studio producing the show. I want to thank Mike Scarborough for joining us in the program. He's our only guest today. Uh, coming up next, it's All Access with Jude Young. By the way, Jude Young and also um, Les East join me in the award winning Inside New Orleans Sports Week. Looking forward to that on Thursday. And as always, we thank you for listening to the program. Thanks to the sponsor sponsor our show. Go to ericasher.com for a slideshow to the sponsor sponsor our program. Thanks to those sponsors for joining us. Thank you for supporting those sponsors. Just click on the icon, take it right to their website. Everything you need to know about the sponsors is right there. Been a blast, New Orleans. We'll do it all over again tomorrow at 4 o'clock. My name is Eric Asher. Thanks for listening. From the dog kit to the gubdom, that includes the man. They all got to go.